Your mission, Jim, should you decide to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. Well, happy Monday, everyone. I am back with another Monday mission. So this is your mission, should you choose to accept it. All right, so one of the things I've been really keen on lately is energy conservation and alertness and focus. And you almost cannot do any research these days without coming across the name Dr. Andrew Huberman. So who is Dr. Andrew Huberman? Well, he is an American neuroscientist and tenured associate professor in the Department of Neurobiology at Stanford University School of Medicine. He has made contributions to the brain development, brain plasticity, and neuroregeneration and repair fields. Much of his work is focused on the visual system, including the mechanisms controlling light-mediated activation of the circadian and automatic arousal centers in the brain, as well as brain control over conscious vision or sight. So Dr. Huberman is one of these guys that is very active now on the podcast circuit. He has started his own podcast called The Huberman Lab. Highly recommend it. Go to YouTube and just get the Huberman Lab clips. It's kind of like a little uh, intro to that. And you'll find the guy is just wicked smart, very approachable, and breaks very complicated things down into bite-sized, layperson digestible chunks. And one of the things that I've started trying to do, and I have noticed a significant difference in trying to optimize my circadian rhythm, is to get up in the morning and go outside and look at direct sunlight for a certain period of time. This does not necessarily mean to go and stare at the sun for two to 10 minutes. Do not misinterpret that. However, it does mean get some sunlight in your eyes, preferably outside, not through a window, and not through the blue light on your computer screen that does not count. And actually, in this clip I'm going to play for you, Dr. Huberman talks a little bit about that. But what you want to do is go outside and get 2 to 10 minutes of sunlight, even if it's overcast. This will help let your brain get firing. It will impact your cortisol levels, and it will actually make you more alert, not just in the short term, but throughout the entire day. And it also helps to regulate your sleep. I've talked about it on the show before. I've actually written some articles about the power and the necessity of a properly optimized circadian rhythm. I spent about three weeks really trying to dial mine in, making sure that I did not have anything other than water to drink up into a certain period of time. It changed my whole attitude on intermittent fasting, realizing that small little things like just because you are in a fasted state and which generally speaking if you're fasting for autophagy or something of that nature you can have black coffee during your fast well as it relates to setting your circadian rhythm you can only have water because the just the black coffee even will start to ignite the circadian rhythm of your digestive system, which we have multiple circadian rhythms uh, and circadian clocks throughout our body that are both uh, our organs have them, our brain. So it's trying to get all these things synchronized and operating. Kind of think of it like a, a, a fine-tuned watch. But anyway, this is not about circadian rhythm uh, per se. It's just about one small element of it, which is getting that light, sunlight, natural sunlight in your eyes early in the morning. So I thought since today's mission was just that, 
go get some sunlight. And one of the reasons why I chose this is because so many people think that to truly optimize our health, our brain function, our nutrition, our, our physical exercise, we have to take all these major, bold, crazy steps. I realize I'm a little bit of a uh, an enigma in that I enjoy punishing my body and I do things like fast every week and, and, and that's whatever, but not everyone is going to enjoy that. So I think it's very important that we always try to find the uh, the most effective minimum dose, right? That smallest dose of impact that's going to have the largest uh, outcomes, largest impact on our overall health and bioregulation, all of it. And so that's why I wanted to bring you something today for this Monday's mission is something that's just so simple. It's so easy. Anyone can do it. It doesn't cost you a penny. You don't have to get in your car and drive anywhere. And it can have such a profound impact on your brain health, your alertness, and your circadian rhythm, which is just to go out first thing in the morning and get some sunlight. So without further ado, I want you to hear directly from someone a heck of a lot brighter than I am on a little bit more detail as to why it's so important that we get this sunlight early in the morning. So here is Dr. Andrew Huberman. The fundamental layer of our biology, every cell in our body needs information about time of day. It's no coincidence that we have a collection of neurons over the roof of our mouth, the so-called suprachiasmatic nucleus. That's our central circadian clock. It informs every cell in our body about time of day, but it is deep in our brain. It has no access to light. So there are a collection of neurons in the eye, those so-called melanopsin ganglion cells, or sometimes called intrinsically sensitive, photosensitive ganglion cells. These are just neurons in the back of your eye, remembering, of course, that the eye is actually part of the brain that's outside the skull. and those neurons communicate to the central clock when it's daytime and when it's night. So the simple behavior that I do believe everybody should adopt, including many blind people, we can talk about why that is, is to view ideally sunlight for two to 10 minutes every morning upon waking. So when you get up in the morning, you really want to get bright light into your eyes because it does two things. First of all, it triggers the timed release of cortisol, a healthy level of cortisol into your system, which acts as a wake-up signal and will promote wakefulness and the ability to focus throughout the day. It also starts a timer for the onset of melatonin, this sleepiness hormone or the hormone of darkness, as they say. Melatonin is inhibited by light. So by viewing light first thing in the day, you set in motion these two timers, one for wakefulness that starts immediately and one for sleepiness that starts later. The key thing here is that people are hearing a lot nowadays about avoiding blue light. Blue light is so terrible. Well, it turns out that blue light is exactly the wavelength of light that triggers activation of these cells. And that's exactly what you want early in the day. So people generally will say, well, maybe I should just look at my computer or my phone first thing in the day. Well, it turns out that these cells are very hard to activate early in the day and very easy to activate at night. So it's kind of like the biology is encouraging us, if you will, to take on the right behaviors, which are to get outside. Even if there's cloud cover, there's a lot more light energy, a lot more photons coming through cloud cover than you're going to get off your phone or a computer. And early in the day, two to 10 minutes outside without sunglasses 
is going to be really beneficial for a huge range of biological functions and brain state. Well, there you have it, folks. There is your Monday mission, should you choose to accept it. However, I have another one for you. This is a standing mission, and that is, and you know what's coming. Get ready for it. You know what I'm going to say. Improve always in always. Happy Monday. Go crush your week. I hope it is the best week of your life. I'm Jason. 